0: The world champion Dodgers have some world champion podcasts. Don't miss a chance to catch up on Dodger Talk by podcasting it on the iHeartRadio app. Just search Dodger Talk for new episodes every weekday and after each game. Portions of the following program were pre recorded: AM 570, LA Sports. AM 570, KLAC. 987 KYSR. HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. An L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The i I'm the D. Fred Fred. Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Mike. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peet. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peet. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on AM570LASports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, welcome to a
1: very special hour of Rogan and Rodney. It is Friday, and Friday we don't care, but we really do care today because it's a very special day. I would run down all of his accomplishments, but that would take up the whole hour. So I got I to keep this short. Um, he is my man. He is Mr. L.A. He is my friend. He is five-time NBA champion. Like I said, I could go on and on. He is NCAA champion, gold medalist, uh, MVP, all those things. He's he's everything. Um, but overall, great, great human being. And my friend, Irvin Magic Johnson.
2: Magic, how you doing, man? Rodney, I'm doing good. This is the Magic Rodney Show. Not the Rogan Rodney Show today. This is Magic. And Rodney, hanging out, man. I'm doing great and good to talk to you. You know that.
1: Oh, absolutely, man. I appreciate it. It is the Magic and Rodney show. Let's let's get into it, man. Before we do that, though, I got to give a big shout out and big happy birthday to my man EJ. Uh, it's his Thank birthday you. today. And for those that don't know, EJ, well, our family's been close for a long time, Irvin. You know that. Uh, but yep. EJ was our ring bearer at Holly and my <laughs> wedding 26 years ago. So that's the, <laughs> and you, and we go far <laughs> further back than that, but just to just to oh, let people know, goodness he goodness. was our ring bearer twenty six years ago. And so big shout out to him and, and happy birthday and hopefully he's having a great day and and, and to your whole family, man. But let's get into I, it. I, um I appreciate it. listen, uh last night was tough, man. It was tough to watch. The series was was tough to watch. Uh and and, and it's crazy, Irvin. You know this as a player how injuries can affect a series, a game, a season. And the Lakers went from losing game one and everybody worried about game one and, and kind of blowing it off, said, oh, it's just game one. They did that in the bubble last year. They lost a couple times in the series, game the game ones, and came back and won the series. They come back, wins game two and three, and in game four, Anthony Davis gets hurt, you know, again, and... All of a sudden, it's like a different picture for the Lakers. And and as you know, and we you you said this, we all say this. They're they're not the same team. I, LeBron is as great as he is. It took AD to come here to, to to help them win a title last year. And without AD, the the chances for them to win this series with Phoenix was a real uphill battle. So we when he went out, it was kind of it's kind of dismal. I just want to get your take on just the series, the Suns. Um, LeBron and and what you thought of the series going you know from the start to the finish
2: well I think that Rodney first game one you know we didn't come out and play a smart game we were shooting jump shots when our strength is to go inside to Anthony Davis and uh, LeBron James and so Phoenix took game one Uh, Anthony Davis took a lot of criticism uh, in game one, after game one. And so in game two and three, you saw the real Anthony Davis. Uh, he was dominating both inside and outside. Also, he was playing, uh, holding down the middle and shutting it down too uh, because they were they were driving a lot in game one and just taking it to the basket. But once Anthony got hurt again, um, you know, that really hurt Our chances of beating the Phoenix Suns because here's a guy who can get you 25 to 30 points or 25 to 35 points and get you, you know, 10 to 15 rebounds and three or four blocks a game. And I'm talking about Anthony Davis. Now you take that away from the Lakers. I just felt that uh, we should have went smaller instead of trying to still go big. And that really hurt the Lakers. We saw last night in the second half when the Lakers Uh, came back and made it a game, it was because of the small lineup. And we were able to match up better defensively against the Phoenix Suns offense. And so um, when Anthony went down, that really hurt us. But I felt we still had enough firepower and enough experience to beat them. But, boy, was I wrong. And then, Rodney, we just played – we didn't play smart. Um, yeah, Devin Booker in game five in Phoenix had 18 points in the first quarter. And so he finished with, what, 30 points, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we knew that in order for us to win, we had to affect Devin Booker because he's the one guy and the only guy that could get 30 or more points. He comes out in game six and get 22 yeah. In, in the first quarter last night, right? Yeah. I'm I'm six three. Yeah. He went crazy. He went crazy. Then thirty-three at halftime. But then in the second half, we finally started double teaming Dubbin Booker. What happened? It allowed us to get back into the game. Uh we came with more passion, more fire both on offense and defense. We were more physical on defense in the second half. Well, why why did it take us the to get to the second half before we start doing Irvin,
1: that. Irvin, that's what I, my question. I was saying this all night long. I was like, that, now that's the team that I expected to show up in the first half. When the yes. you, you're down three, this is a closeout game, right? So you right. the sense of urgency should have been there from the start. And it felt like when, you know, Devin Booker was going off and he hit six threes in that first quarter. And he, like you said, 22 points. But it felt like, and you could see the body language. It's like, oh man, we had in, we in a long night. But, right. but they but they came out in the second half and said, okay, we're gonna go down fighting And I was saying to myself, why didn't that show up in the first half?
2: Yeah, that you're right, Rodney and I was looking for the same thing. I you know, I was just so upset and they were running the same place. nothing changed, but we just didn't have the strategy and if we did, we the players did not execute on the strategy. Uh, and we were playing two steps behind them, three steps behind them. Um, and we were, it, it almost, it took us to go down 27 and the crowd, you, you start hearing not booze, but you start hearing that, you know, Grumble. concern <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> concern over the Laker fans and me being one of those guys. And so, finally we start playing hard we start being aggressive we start picking up a uh, full court we started denying getting into passing lanes and look what happened everything started clicking for the Lakers um so there was a lot of just mistakes on defense and on offense at critical times for the Lakers um we what we player wise we were not on the same page at that really bothered me that we did a lot of, like, I, I don't know if it's my fault. You, you were supposed to rotate. You know, we did yeah. that whole yeah. shrugging the shoulders. And that's when I knew we were in trouble. And that's when I knew we were probably going to lose because it just, we never got on the same page until we made that, that run, which was a good run. But once we cut it to 10, one time I think to nine, it just, They came down and just took it right back up to 18 to 20 just that fast. Um, I'm I'm concerned right now because I'm hoping that Anthony Davis does not have, you know, keep having these injuries. I mean, he has a history of having injuries. I don't think he's played a full season. Um, And so... Those are my concern for my Lakers moving forward that hopefully he can heal and be ready and be uh, dominant and great and stay healthy next season. Uh, And then I'm concerned, Rodney, with the other guys, right? Right. Because nobody really performed well. The guy we were counting on, uh, Schroeder, didn't score in game five. How do you play that many minutes and not score one basket Um, he didn't, he didn't play well to me, the whole series. I mean, he had some moments, but he didn't perform, uh, up to the level we, we as Laker fans were expecting him to. And then Gasol and Drummond, all the guys that we were counting on, uh, Kuzma, all those guys did not, um, uh, perform well enough for us to beat the Suns.
1: Yeah. I I, I want to talk to you about that because that that's you know, uh, there's a lot of chatter about what, you know, what happens next for the Lakers and we can get into that. But, you know, they go from w- winning the title in the bubble, which was was a great win and everybody played great. But you know, Irvin, during that, that season, and yes it was a interrupted season because of the pandemic, but throughout that whole season before it was stopped and then it restarted, the Lakers were on a mission and they got that number one seed. It, it felt like that was, that was what they were set it out to do. They, they wanted to win a championship, but they also wanted to get that number one seed, And they did that and it continued throughout the bubble and they played well, the role players played well. And, and then you look at it and, and, and you know, this sometimes in business is business guys got to go make money when they can. But if you have a chance to kind of keep some guys and keep that continuity going, um, you almost got to try to do that because you 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 want to keep the same chemistry and it felt like you said that guys were in places that that LeBron wasn't sure who's got who's going to pick up who's going to cover it who's going to switch and it it felt like they just weren't on the same page and I don't know if that's a that was a matter of new guys being here or LeBron and AD not playing a whole lot this season but a lot of things didn't go right this this season and you then you mentioned Schroeder who to me it just he just didn't feel. Like he was comfortable all season long.
2: Yeah, I I think you're right. Uh, I think also what hurt a lot of these guys, these role players, was the fact that both LeBron and Anthony Davis was in and out of the lineup for a lot of the season, especially Anthony Davis. So they didn't get a chance to play with those guys. And you could see it in the playoff. We We were out of sync that whole series, right? And um, it we never we we never was in rhythm on offense. And um and so and then you had a team that was playing <laughs> great basketball. You right. know, you first let's give the Phoenix Suns some credit. Uh coach very very well by uh coach Williams, uh, Monty Williams. Williams. And so they were on one page. They were they were together. They were focused just like we were last season. And so um, they came in playing good basketball. We came into playoffs struggling and that struggle continued into the playoffs. So I would say a lot of that was due to the fact that we had both of our superstars hurt Um, much of the season, we never really got a chance to learn those guys, never got a chance to learn how to play with Anthony Davis, how to play with LeBron. Uh, we had one hurt sometimes both hurt, uh, you know, at probably most of the season. Right. And then I think the, uh, Montrez situation also didn't help, you know, because he started off strong and he was getting heavy minutes. He was in the rotation. But some reason he gets to the end of the season and and then the, during this Phoenix Suns series he saw limited, you know, minutes. So it was kind kind of strange to say, hey, here's a guy who played a lot during the regular season, don't play that much in the playoffs. And so I think guys sort of not they didn't know their role either. You know, what yeah. is their role on the team because. Uh, There was so much uncertainty of if if I'm gonna play, am I not gonna play? Uh, If I do play, how many minutes am I gonna get? You know, where to your point, this is what made last season so great. Everybody knew their role, Rodney. They knew uh, you know how many minutes they were gonna play. They knew uh, the rotations. They knew each other. Uh, They trusted each other. Um, and I think we had incredible leadership, you know, LeBron right. is, and Chris Paul, are the two greatest leaders in sports, but that other guy that's right there with them is Rondo. And yeah. you sort of missed that leadership that he brought to us off the bench last season, along with, you know, of course, the white Howard, um, you know, so that, that, that kind of hurt us as well.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think, you know, the Montrez situation, it was interesting and be interesting to figure out why he didn't play down the stretch and in the, in the series, because one of the things that we just talked about was lack of energy. And one thing that Montrez will bring is a lot of energy. Um, you, you you mentioned, you mentioned AD and, and his health. And obviously that's a huge concern. It was a concern. Uh, you know, this, it was a concern with him before he came to the Lakers. He had a little bit of a history of that and, and he signed and now you got him and, with him here and LeBron here, obviously LeBron is LeBron, but they don't win the title last year without AD being AD. How much of a concern is it for the Lakers about his health going forward? mean, knowing that he's your face going forward and the, of the future.
2: Well, it's a big concern for the Lakers, but it should be a bigger concern for Anthony Davis himself. Uh, he's probably going to have to change some things. And so, I think that he probably would look at first the weight, just dropping some, whatever that is, you know, just dropping him and his trainer got to get together and and to me just come in the best shape possible next season. Then also to all summer long, get with a physical therapist, uh, Rodney, and really try to make sure that you can uh, all those nagging injuries that you've had. That person, whether that's a he or she, can help you, you know, strengthen those body parts that are weak right now. Right. Because what happens is you 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 overcompensate on one side. So if your left side is hurting, then you're going to, you know, uh, put more weight on your right side. You know, so the things that he needs, he needs to make sure that he's working out with a physical therapist as well as a trainer, uh, he doesn't need to get bigger. He just needs to get stronger, right? Yeah. And and and, and my last suggestion for him, maybe just get you a, 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 so a yoga teacher or take some yoga class stretch, you know, because that growing, you know, it's mm-hmm. not going to go away uh, no time soon. So he's going to have to really, I think, just do a couple things to make sure that he can stay healthier and then do them during the season as well. It's not just the off-season. He has to come up with a good program for himself during the season. Why why was Kareem able to play all those years? I mean, played till he was what, forty-two, I believe. Right. Because he was doing yoga and stretching before. Martial arts, really, all of that, yeah. yeah all that before it was really sexy and popular, right? And so I think Anthony's got to do some of those things to try to make sure he doesn't get hurt. And uh, because we know he's a top five talent when he's healthy, he's one of the greatest players in our league and one of the best players in our league. We know that. And he means so much to the Lakers right now because LeBron is getting older. So it's really Anthony Davis team right now. So we need him to be healthy. We need him to be on the floor we need him. Also, he makes the role players better, and so that's why he really needs to stay healthy. Because um, you know he makes the game easier for those guys.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And and Irvin Magic Johnson is joining us for the entire hour. We're talking Lakers, NBA, all the things you want to hear, um, Irv, So you you mentioned Rondo, and to me, as I'm I'm watching this team. And you know this because we we talk about this all the time, and, and I want to get your take on it because the way the NBA is constructed, it's it's turned more into a perimeter game, and it's a, the guard play is so important. Not a, you know, there's a lot of guys that score a lot, but also directing traffic, running the show, and LeBron does a good good job, you know, as the point forward and doing what he can and distributes, and he does it great. But there's not a whole lot of guys knocking down shots. And I think the difference was that you had a guy like Rondo last year that was running the show, that took that pressure off LeBron. And obviously you had a healthy AD, but you had that guy. And you look around the league, even back to when you were playing, you had some players around you, but you set the table, you ran the show. Isaiah Thomas ran the show, set the table. I mean, it it it's it feels like that's what no, – no disrespect to Dennis Schroeder, but it felt like they were missing that. Even when Caruso would come in the game, they were missing that – and how do I put this the right way? I just say it. It, it, they miss- they were missing that dog. You know that dog mm-hmm. from that that guard position that they had in Rondo last year.
2: Yeah, and and also too we, we we have to remember that Rondo plays better the bigger the moment, the bigger the game. You know last mm-hmm. night he would have took he would have tucked that game over and said, "Okay, I'm with you LeBron. Yeah. I'm going to score, I'm going to rebound. I Rondo would pro- probably had a triple double last night. Because he's been in big games. He's been in championship moments and, 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 and has won a championship. So you're right. His basketball IQ is off the chart when, when we think about Rondo. When you think about Schroeder, he's a scoring point guard. He's not going to make anybody better, right? So Rondo could have gotten Caruso easier shots. KCP easier shots. Kuzma. He's he's like a coach on the floor. He also was not afraid to get in anybody's face. Yeah. And and this what this would go back to game five. He would have made sure we were ready to play. We we were not. We would have not have gotten blown out with Rondo on the team in Phoenix like that. That really bothered me that we were down thirty at halftime. You know, it's yeah. just you, you just can't allow that to happen and then nobody got upset that that's what really made me upset is that man you come on you know you gotta who's gonna rally the guys and say hey we can't have this you know and so last night they finally got upset that Phoenix was kicking our butt and finally said hey enough is enough and then we started playing hard we started playing physical and mean and tough and that's when we came back Well, we should have did that in game five. That would have set the tone for game six. And probably would have helped us and put us in a position to win that game last night. But because we didn't respond like that in game five, it carried over to game six, you see. And so um, Rondo, yes, it would have been great to have him um, because he's a winner. And. Uh, Schroeder still has to learn Schroeder still has to learn those type of things, but the Lakers probably got blessed because he didn't sign and take the 84 million. Right. Because he wanted now <laughs> they don't have to sign him back and they can look to uh bring somebody in at that position because he wanted a hundred million and he probably with his play against Phoenix he's not probably going to end up with a hundred million dollars from anybody.
1: Yeah, no, I, t- and I don't want to get into that because I want to see what you, th- you think about where did the Lakers go in the off season? Because that's a big question. And, and, and talk about guys, you know, cause I looked at it and, and, I don't know who's going to be back for the team. Obviously, Drummond's on a, a, a one year deal that, that he's probably not going to be here. Are there other guys? Who do they bring in? Who do they go after? Do they go mm-hmm. after anybody at all? I want to get your take on that on the other side. Right now, we're going to take a, a quick break. More, more, more. More Urban Magic Johnson on the other side. We're going to get into what's next for the Lakers. Also, maybe talk a little Clippers in, in their game. Six tonight in Dallas and see what the the, the status of of their future is going to be like. More on the other side with Urban Magic Johnson, AM570, L.A. Sports. Bringing
0: you L.A.'s best sports talk weekdays, noon to 3. Rogan
1: and Rodney. Rodney, Pete, and my man, Urban Magic Johnson, in for the hour today on a Friday. Talking some Lakers, and we do actually want to take a couple calls, if that's okay with you, Irv. Uh, it's okay, Rodney. I'm ready to go, brother. Let's go. 866-987-2570 is the number. If you want to talk to Urban Magic Johnson, real quick before we do that, or I just want to get your take on what do you think is next for the Lakers in this offseason? Uh, uh, you know, cap space always is an issue, but do they go heavily with a trade or something to get uh, somebody else in here, a third guy in here, a, a you know Bradley Beal's name keeps getting thrown out there. Lowry name ge- keeps getting thrown out there. What What's next for the Lakers? Who do you think or what do you think this team is going to look like next year?
2: Yeah, I think that uh, Rob Palenka, the general manager, as well as Jeannie Buss will always look to upgrade and get better. Um, I, I think it's going to come down to uh, how much cap space do the Lakers have as well as Uh, trade assets do the Lakers have, you know, Kyle Kuzma, those type of guys, uh, Caruso, you know, we have some good role players that teams would probably want. So we have to look at that. Uh, I don't know the moves that they will make, but I think they will definitely look to upgrade because we have to remember one thing, Rodney, which is very, very important. One, he got LeBron for a few more seasons. So you have to take advantage of having him here uh and make sure that we can put ourselves in a position that we can contend for championships for those 3 or 4 years and then many years after that once he leaves but so uh i'm sure that they will look at you know the free agent market uh who's available who who's a natural fit or uh if they can trade for somebody uh so I know they were looking at Kyle Lowry. I wish they had gotten Kyle Lowry um during the trade deadline that did not happen. So we'll see what happens during uh this summer during the offseason and uh see what type of moves the Lakers make.
1: Yeah, let's get it be interesting because Kuzma at one point was a guy that, you know, LeBron wanted to keep, here. everybody wanted to keep here, but he it just felt like he was he got lost at some point or I, I don't know what
2: happened to him yeah he 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 i think once anthony davis arrived um and uh before anthony davis he was actually the man right uh when you think about uh even before lebron uh joined the lakers kuzma was really uh you know his rookie season uh a year after that he 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 knew he was going to get 20 shots a game. He knew uh, where he was going to get those 15 to 20 shots from. Uh, he knew his role. Once uh, LeBron came, he, he got better. Uh, he understood um, his role. Once, But once Anthony Davis showed up last season, I think that's where uh, he just didn't know how many minutes anymore, how many shots. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think he missed also being the man. Right. And, uh, being the guy that everybody was screaming, you know, yeah. remember he had his own section. Oh yeah. All, you know, Laker fans loved him. And, uh, he was, they love in the beginning when he was changing his hair color and all the things <laughs> that he, him and him and yeah. Alonzo ball had that banner going right. back and forth. On social media you know so it was a lot of things that uh, Kuzma really uh, took LA by storm but uh, since AD has arrived things have changed and so sometimes you can be in a a situation that's not a fit for you anymore and sometimes you must move on you know and but again that's up to Rob Palinka and Jeannie Buss to decide and uh, one thing I know about Jeannie, she wants to win in the worst way. She's a yeah. one of the greatest owners that's ever uh, been in sports. And she will come back uh, with a, a, a great team for the Laker fans and for Laker Nation.
1: Absolutely. Uh, all right, let's take some calls. Let's go to my man, Miko. Miko in Compton. Miko, you're on AM570 with the Magic Man. Miko, what's going
3: on? Yeah. Oh, man, y'all, hey, Magic Johnson, I need you to let people. What do you think about this? They think LeBron James could pass like Irvin Magic Johnson. <laughs> LeBron James is always double, triple team in transition, so he can easily throw a no look. When Magic Johnson is out there, nobody is giving him any room. Everybody is sticking Kareem and, and James Worthy, and Magic Johnson is making up. You give him just a, a pinch, just any kind of room, he making the pass. And about your athletic ability, Irvin Maggie Johnson, let people know at, Ma- at Everett High School and at Michigan <laughs> State, you, you was doing Michael Jordan up, come down, put it back up with the other hand. You and Greg Kessler were the greatest athletes out there. Your knees gave – you a 6'9 point guard. Your body – metamorphosized to a point guard and said, we don't need these needs no more because it won't make you a point guard. You didn't need your needs. You were like a six nine Mark Jackson with more ability. You were a great athlete your first two years in the NBA. The wear and tear took its toll. You was just a greater athlete as Magic Johnson, Dr. J, but you had that point guard ability. LeBron uh, James is no Magic Johnson, people. He can make pass, but no, not vision like Magic Johnson. And nobody well, asks LeBron to change positions. They ask Rodney <laughs> Pete to be a running back. They ask Magic Johnson to be a power forward. Magic Johnson got to got to argue and, and argue with people to be the greatest point guard. Nobody
2: never asked Michael Jordan or LeBron to change positions. You the man, Magic. I, I, <laughs> All right. I appreciate that, but... You know, the main thing for me is I was about winning. That's it. I, I didn't care about other things. And so when I think about my career, only thing I want people to realize about me is that I was about winning, making my teammates better, setting them and putting them up in a position, putting them in a position that they could thrive and be successful. Um, my, I think I love to, to lead. Every team that I played on, I was the leader. So, LeBron is a great passer. Uh, he's always been that. I mean, we we have so much in common and we're, we play uh, in terms of our passing is similar. But, you know, he was a much better athlete than myself. You know, he uh, he can go in there and uh, uh, hang in the air and all that. That that was not my game. But my game you know, was just making sure we won at the end of the day. When you go to the finals nine times in 12 years, yeah. you know, I won at every level. You know, I won every <laughs> third grade through the ninth grade, I won every championship. I took my high school to its first ever state championship. I f- took Michigan State to its first national championship. And then, you know, we Looking created here. Showtime with yeah. Dr. Jerry Buss, the greatest owner in all of the sports. So, For me, that's all I was about. LeBron has always been about winning, too. So uh, it's not about comparing people. It's it's all about what the end results are. Are you winning? LeBron has won. So have I. And that's what it's about.
1: 100%.
4: 100%. All
1: right, let's go Chewy. Chewy in the LBC. Chewy, what's up? You're on AM570 with Magic Johnson.
4: Hey, good afternoon, fellas. First off, let me say what an honor it is for me to be speaking to Magic Johnson. Magic, can you tell me hi?
2: And what's up, Chewy? What's up? This is the Magic Man. Hey, man. Real quick before I get into my little
4: rant, I just want to say 1980s finals game six, you playing center, that was the greatest game I think I've ever seen. Nobody expected you to do what you did with those 42 points. One of the greatest games, ah, a guard playing center in the finals for Kareem. Dude, very good magic. Oh, my gosh. It's left something in my heart forever. Um. I, I think you're spot on with the Lakers. We do know what we were getting in when it came to AD, you know, injury-prone. But can you help me out with something to understand? What happened to Kuzma? We put our money and our faith in him a few years back to be that third guy. He's not even mentioned in the conversation about being our third guy anymore. Is it because of playing time? Does a guy like him need to be in a rotation to get those minutes, to get his rhythm, to get going? I mean, he's, he's had brilliance. He had a game with 11, 12 rebounds. I mean, that's not his game, but he was doing what he had to do. Can you please help me out? Explain what what happened with Kyle Kuzma.
2: Well, I think for him, it's it's the fact that um, he he like I said earlier, he was the man with the Lakers, right? He was the either the first option or the second option. And when you, yeah. when you're when 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 an organization has that type of confidence in you, then you usually thrive, right? And so, yes. But what happened? We got better players. We we wanted to win the championship. So here comes LeBron, and then here comes Anthony Davis. Who, you know, these two, LeBron is still the best player in all of basketball. AD is one of the top five uh, best players in the league. So those guys are going to take the minutes and the shots, and then everybody else. Will get involved, especially as they go right, because uh, a lot of teams are going to double team both of those guys. So now you're going to get good looks and wide open looks from playing with uh, LeBron and playing with Anthony Davis. Kyle, I think, is still trying to find out and find his role. What? What? Okay. What am I? How can I uh, thrive with being The third guy being the guy that's now, instead of starting, I'm coming in off the bench. See, I think that also hurt Kyle Kuzma, right? In his confidence, in his growth, the fact that now he has to come in off the bench. And he's never really been comfortable. You can see he's never really been comfortable with that role. Even last season, you know, we played well. the, The Lakers played well but he really played well when Rondo was on the court. Right. And Rondo pushed him to be great. LeBron yeah. James taught him a lot of great habits in terms of, uh, practice habits and working on his game. But I think Kyle, uh, just needs, uh, probably to start and, I, and, I, and whether that's here or somewhere else for his confidence, he needs, uh, to be like the guy, you know, that the team counts on. And, uh, I'm not sure he's going to ever be that or get to start here with the Lakers. Uh, but that's something they have to work out. And then he's going to have to work on his game this summer to improve because, uh, one thing about Kyle Kuzma, you know, he cares. He, he, he gets a lot of shots up before practice and after practice. But I think that, uh, He's going to have to really improve, and and, and if he improved, then the Lakers improve. Yeah, get no better. doubt.
1: And then you know how it is, or sometimes it's just it all comes down to confidence, and it felt like he yeah. he lost some of that confidence. Let's go. Well, uh,
2: that's that's what I was talking yeah. about, Rodney. Rodney, yeah. when he wasn't uh, starting, yep. you know, he yep. when he when he went to the bench, he lost some of the confidence. Absolutely.
1: Uh, let's go, uh, Lon. Lon, all the way in Huntsville, Alabama. Lon, you're on with Rodney Pete Magic Johnson.
3: Hi, on Rodney. How are you on. doing today? Good. And to you, Urban, thank you. Thank you so very much for being in L.A. I'm originally from L.A. Oh, thank wow. you for making a bleak child like me who grew up in foster care's life a lot better when I listened to you and Chick while you oh, played during you. the 80s, man. I I want to thank you for that. Um, thank you. We need, we need some dogs, y'all. We need some dogs. Uh, Dennis, I like Dennis Schroeder, but he was very inconsistent during the season. And mm-hmm. we didn't really see much from him in the playoffs. So, fellas, do do you re-sign Dennis uh, during the offseason or do you guys look elsewhere with him?
2: Right. So, Thanks a lot for let, your call. Me, Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Let me tell you what happened. Uh, and Rodney and I said the same thing. We lost the three dogs, JaVale, Dwight Howard, and Rondo. So, yeah. you know, you just remember last season, everything that went down when we had a confrontation, when we had a, a skirmish, who were the three guys always involved? <laughs> yeah. That's how you know, right? That's how you know. Somebody's coming off the
1: – somebody's got your back, and it was always – those three guys were the faces you saw.
2: That's right. So, when you think about – we. We got bullied against Phoenix. Last season we bullied everybody, both with our talent and by being mean and physical at the same time. So um I think you're right. You're spot on with that one. Uh Schroeder, um I don't think he a lake he's a Laker. And that's just my opinion. Um I don't know if they're gonna sign him back or not. I don't think he uh, brings okay. the winning mentality and attitude that we need, and he had a chance to show that in this series. And to me, uh, he failed in this series. So, but again, if he comes back a Laker, I'm gonna support him, I'm gonna cheer for him, and all of that. But I don't, I just don't think he's a Laker. Oh, we're not
1: done. We got. A few more minutes with the Magic Man, so stay tuned. We're going to get his take on uh, a little bit of NBA and and what the Clippers are going to do tonight. And uh, we're just going to chop it up some more. I wish we had more time but we're going to do what we do. AM 570 LA Sports.
0: Chevy Silverado on the Petros and Money Chevy Summer Tour. We want you to have a chance to enter the Silverado Hall of Fame and take one home. It's really easy to enter. Just search AM570LASports.com keyword Chevy and fill out the form to submit your entry. There will be 12 finalists selected over the summer and only one wins the truck. The number one selling full-size pickup in California. So don't miss your chance to join the fun. Chevrolet, find new road. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM
3: 570,
0: LA Sports.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm the luckiest man in the world sitting here getting a chance to talk to Urban Magic Johnson about the NBA playoffs, the Lakers, the state of the Lakers. Sorry we couldn't get to all your calls. Time flies. And I uh, <laughs> always, always love to sit back and, and hear the wisdom of Urban Magic Johnson. And before we get out of here, Irv, I just want to get your take. It is uh, crunch time for the Clippers tonight. Game six in Dallas. They're down three-two. They went all in with Paul George, Kawhi. Uh, Must win for the not only for the team but for this organization. After bowing out last year, this is a the biggest game I think in Clipper history. I want you to talk about the Clippers and their state, and then and what you who do you see winning the title before we get out of here.
2: Well, I would say. Brooklyn is probably the favorite, but, uh, they got their hands full with the Milwaukee bucks in this, uh, starting Saturday. Yeah. Uh, watch out for Milwaukee. They, they have really improved. Drew holiday has really helped them. Matter of fact, LA, LA own, uh, Campbell Hall's own. Yeah. Drew holiday, you know, and I think that PJ Tucker has definitely helped them as well on the defensive end. They are a much improved team. Um, I think the Clippers, you know, this is uh, going to be uh, a tough and exciting game. The Clippers, the the crazy thing is (laughs) both teams have won on each other's floor. So at least the the Clippers are going in as a confident team that they can win in Dallas. And um, more players, Rodney, have to play well. I think what's what's going on is Kawhi and then uh, Paul George, they played well in, in game five and still lost, right? But nobody else played well in game five. So what's going to really be important for Coach Lou is to make sure that when they played them first two games in Dallas, he had multiple guys play well mm-hmm. besides the two superstars, right? Uh, Rondo had a big game, uh, in Dallas. Uh, other guys had played well. Morris had played well as well. Right. So, uh, Jackson had played well, you know, so he needs those guys to step up tonight and play well to take some of the pressure off of Kawhi and Paul. And if that happens, they have a good chance to win. And then the other things that the Clippers did well when they won those, t- uh, two games in Dallas. Perzingis and the other guys didn't get off. Uh, So Hardaway didn't get off, didn't play well. So they must affect those other guys because they can't stop Luka. They can only try to contain him. But they can stop those other guys. And if I'm them, that's what I'm concentrating on. How do I affect the other players? And they did that in the two wins that they uh, had in Dallas. Uh, So they should look... To, to apply that same strategy in game six tonight. I can't wait to see the game. It's going to be very exciting.
1: Well, this was very exciting. Urban Magic Johnson joining me for the full hour on a Friday. Uh, I can't thank you enough, Irvin. You, you know, uh, I, I appreciate you in so many ways, but thanks for sharing with us the stories, your thoughts on the Lakers and the NBA. Really, really thank you and appreciate you so much, brother.
2: Uh, I, you know I love you and Holly and your family. And this was fun for me. I, I think we both always wanted to do it, so it, it uh Fred, uh, Watch said, out, Fred! Oh, it was okay. <laughs> it's going to be riding in the magic show from here on out. But I, I had a lot of fun taking the questions from the fans as well. Let me just say this. You know, we're really blessed when we think about as Laker fans, as Dodger fans, with, uh, you know, uh, USC football fans, you know, on and on and on. We're, we're so blessed. That we in a city that are made up of champions and uh, teams that want to win, know how to win. So uh, the Lakers will be back. Don't worry about it. Uh, And then now, what we do is we turn our attention. To the Dodgers and yep. uh, we we cheer for them and then we'll cheer for the Rams once football start and USC football team which USC going to be really good they next better season be. <laughs> 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 what do you say Rodney hey, Rodney be. I think you know a little bit about that I mean a not a little, a little about that a little bit. and so uh, God bless everybody stay healthy stay safe uh, Rodney I love you and thank you for letting me do this I had the time of my life and 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 Rodney so many people called me like after last night oh come do my show I oh. said I'm only doing fun show and that's Rodney Pete's show so thanks for having me my brother thank you okay love like I love women got a
3: little bit of in we might fight amongst each other but I promise you
1: this we tell root